Floodcast. Floodcast. Get in the arena. You can run on for a long time. All right, everybody, we want to welcome you to another fun-filled, fact-filled, triggering episode of Flawedcast. Why would you, you look at Jason when you said triggering? I just got a feeling, my okay. friends. Anyway. I got a feeling. <laughs> he's yes. excelling the bad. The calm before the storm. He's like... And as always, I'm here with my tried and true and tested cohort, Jason. What's up, Will? Willie Will? Apparently my cholesterol. And we are here with John, Johnny Johnson. Gentlemen. Here's John. Johnson. All right. So this episode. Remember those shirts when you were a kid? Johnson's Pool Hall. (laughs) Shandy does. You forgot to announce Shandy and she's not happy about it. And Shandy, who made her debut in last episode. Yes. So we want to thank everyone for listening. Make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Google Play, Spotify, YouTube. Make sure you hit the bell. Uh, YouTube, if you're listening to this, don't shadow ban us any longer. I'm keeping count. I know what you're doing. It's, you ain't as tricky as you think you are. We know you, YouTube. We on to you. Nah, we got two lunch. <laughs> <laughs> Just give a little schmuck. Just give a little schmuck. Just a little schmuck. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, but uh, where are we at? Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Parlor, Gab. Flawed Inc., Flawed Cast, CLE, Flawed Cast, Flawed Inc.com, Info at Flawed Inc. I'm happy to receive all of them. You guys are so diligent and wonderful in letting us know how racist and horrible we are. We bless each and every one of you. In this episode, we, you know, I, I was putting this together and I sent the notes and we're sitting here, we're talking and I had some experiences today. And there's a couple things that I'm going to say real quick. The impetus of this episode is, is that we've talked about so many things over the last 38 episodes. Episodes. When we first started this, we really thought we were going to be able to make a difference in people. And I think we have. I want to believe we have. And I just at this point where we want to be able to give people the best that we have because what we can give people is intangible. Like goods aren't doing anything really. You know, they're nice to have, but we're talking about intangible. And you know, U2 has a song, Walk On. And there's a line in it where, you know, it talks about all that you can't take with you is, is basically love. You know, everything we accumulate, we can't take. It's love. And we are going to be talking about some spiritual, deep spiritual things today. But I just really want to just say that I want us, I want you to start thinking about the end game. And I don't necessarily mean the end of your life, but when you look at stuff, where is it going to go? Okay. We're going to defund the police. Where is that going to end up in society? We have... Leaders in the Democratic Party and, frankly, some in the Republican that are saying America is horrible and needs to be taken down. It needs to be destroyed. We need a new republic, a new constitution. What is the end game of that? Yeah, I'd like to ship them off to China for a few months and then... Yeah, Venezuela? Yes. You know, we have people saying that only certain types of things matter. And I don't know if they mean morally or ethically or or if they're talking about space and matter, (laughs) science. I don't know what they mean. But I think the end game is I don't think they do either. No. You know what sign that I've seen recently really gets me? Like, really head scratcher. Like, how ignorant do you have to be to hold this sign up? And it's being held up a lot. But it pertains something like... uh, Biden 2020. It says... (laughs) (laughs) Worse. It's worse. It says, America was never great, or 
when was America great? Oh. And what I love is, yeah. and this is this is why I take some sort of ignorant, right? So if America was never great or when was America great, my question is compared to what? Yeah. Compared to what? Just let me know what on the spectrum is better. Just just show it to me. Just wondering. Uh, that, just wondering. That Canadian now, healthcare is really kicking so, it. So what are they trying to say is, are they trying to say, I'm asking, I'm not telling, I don't know. Are they trying to say America is not perfect? Because that's the case. That's a good sign. I'm fine with that. This is one of the reasons we're flawed cast and flawed ink because humans in general are not perfect. There's no such thing as perfection. So, of course, America is not perfect. The United States of America is not perfect. Never was. It never will be. Hate to break to you. I love, I just watched Good Will Hunting. And one of my favorite parts, uh, although every scene in that movie is fantastic. Yes. But the one thing where he's talking about the girl, Rob Williams yeah. is like, let me save you the suspense. She's not perfect. Yeah. And neither, and neither are, you, are you, sport. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and it's, that's true with life, folks. All right. Anyone out there who's listening to this and just got mind blown by that, I'm sorry yeah. that I had to drop that bomb on you. I'm sorry. But America's not perfect. The United States of America is not perfect. Everyone in it's not perfect. All of our leaders aren't perfect. All of our subjects aren't perfect. Everyone's not perfect. That's perfect that they're not perfect. That's why Jesus died on the cross because we're imperfect. That's why we're called flawed ink and flawed cast again because we know we're not perfect. There's nothing about being perfect. But don't sit here and tell me that this country's never made great or this country isn't great. If you are going to tell me that, tell me what is great. And I want to ask you, what can you change in this? And go there. Sorry. Well, and I think that's a perfect segue to something that we've been meaning to to do for a little bit, which is to start our episodes by saying the Pledge of Allegiance. And we got a so flag up right here. We got, here a, we got a flag. We are all placing our, our right hand on our heart. So, fellas, let's see if we, like a barbershop quartet, do this in tandem. I like it. So, here we go. I pledge, I pledge allegiance, allegiance to, to the, the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Man, I remember saying that every, every single morning. You stand yeah. up at your desk, you put your hand over your heart, you look at that American flag, and you seriously think about just how wonderful it is for well, us I'll, to have what we have. Well, I'll tell you what happened. As we're recording this, the 4th of July was this week. and Is it, that where... The 4th of July is that I was watching this huh. video and I'm pretty sure that's when the North that's declared when, that's its independence from the South. No, it was D-Day. Or no, wait, was it when Martin Luther King Jr. died? I, I thought it was when... Oh, it's when Hitler surrendered. It was Hitler's consignment. That's what the 4th was. Napoleon, you know, came up with his grand theory. We have like half of our country doesn't even know what the 4th is. The one guy even we said, oh, it's, it's, the, it's the day that my family and I go to the beach. Isn't that what the 4th is? BBQ. We celebrate our family. We, I want we my eat baby back, baby back, baby back. Taters. I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. Drink some coffee on the deck at night. Now I would consider that very stuff, racist, yeah. Bill. Well, I'm just, yeah, well, when yeah, you I mean, talk about baby back ribs, we know that only one ethnicity eats baby back ribs, <laughs> except the fact that I've eaten them like three times. In the I last had like, yeah, I was gonna say I had like a it, half a slab this week. I think what you're saying, I, 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 at this point, I can't, I can't go over any more news. There's no news. I just, it, it's, it's all the same. BS over and over again. I there's nothing that you're listening to that you're not going to hear it that we have somehow rehashed or, you know, AOC, Biden, all these, you know, Romney, Bill, uh, all the you had to say AOC. God, wasn't ready for that. Totally Pelosi, I'll trigger him too. You trigger um, me both those. You the Clint, the Clintons, whomever, <sighs> you know. Yeah, I'm That's sorry. My head exploding. Sorry, not sorry. But you know, we we've talked about Luciferianism. We talked about globalism. We talked about now the transhumanism. We've talked about pedophiles. All this, this 
evil well, that's that how you happening. get ahead in the world man you, we've you sell kids you hang yourself we've broken down saul and linsky's rules for radicals we talked about the clower piven theory we've even talking about like tragedy and hope carol quigley's book and you know, you know uh, the orwellian uh, things like that you know all this huxley all these you know science fiction prophets the dudes we've talked about this stuff and i just can't rehash it any longer so what i want to say what we're going to talk about is simply this if you're listening to our voices, the best thing that we can tell you is this. Buy ammunition. <laughs> Weapon up. Find a bunker. And protect your family. And you've got air in your tires. And bleach and some good running water. And take all the money out of the bank and buy gold. And, and, no, and know the Bible from front to back, maybe. And listen, the best thing that I can tell you is that Jesus really is real. He really loves you. And we have no other hope than that. We just don't. Well, since we're talking about Jesus, I just have one question for you, Bill. I'm hoping you can answer because you went to school for this, right? Yes. So is Jesus white? Because I feel like you're being a little racist talking about Jesus like this, and I don't know. You can trace his lineage in the beginning of Matthew chapter 1. He is Jewish, you know, and, and most Jewish people I know, they're not they're not white. They're not black. They're Jewish. That is a nationality. That is a race all of its own, much like I'm half Italian and German. Jewish people are Jewish people. So wait a minute. Can I become Jewish? Uh, you can spiritually convert and accept Judaism as your spiritual belief, but the reality of it is, is that we... I don't want to be this guy. I just don't. But this is the fact. With the mask, with the COVID, there's no end game. The end game is this. We talked about this in, in several of our episodes. It's going to this Bill and Melinda Gates, Revelation 13, Mark of the Beast system that you wear the mask now, and then when you get the vaccination, when you give yourself over to this evil, that's when you can leave your house and take the damn mask off, okay? You know, with this whole thing with racism, I was listening to a gentleman the other day. I won't say what color he was, but he wasn't like me, but he made a comparison to, if you understand anything about how the Bloods and the Crips were created in South Central Los Angeles in the 40s, 50s, and 60s, a lot of that was being programmed, a lot of that was controlled in many regards by the social, economical, and political forces of the time, and now we are starting to see that instead of red on blue, you know, Bloods on Crips, we're now seeing it's it's white on black. They germinated a little seed to now it's sprouted all over our nation and now the world. Where is that endgame? We keep saying that, you you know, we have verifiable and legitimately evil leaders. And you can think what you will about Trump because he enjoys female body parts. If you're listening to this, I've never met a man that don't, including myself. Now, I know you two are silent, but there's nothing wrong with the female form. Yes. Let's go a step farther with that. Talked about earlier, humans aren't perfect. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you that in my lifetime, there hasn't been a president who's been even close to perfect. Trust me. Let's be honest. Let's be yeah. real. What you're saying here, we will all be honest. All of the gentlemen out here who are listening will be honest. You've been in a locker room at some point in time. I guarantee you, you said or probably heard somebody else say much worse than what was stated. We had the truth, it, Mike, in our faces. It's right. not even let worth me, going to. It's, it's just, not. It's let so me just stupid. say this. Women, you ain't, women you're culpable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want to speak. I'm, I'm going to put it that gender, way. But women have said plenty. Right. So where I'm coming at is like, what What are we thinking? Where are we heading to? Where are we going? And, and if you look at things, joking aside, you know, these guys say, wow, you need to get a girlfriend because what do I do with my time? I read and study. I watch documentaries about history. I read, you know, scriptures, this, and basically how it plays out. It's hard. There's going to be a lot of hard choices. Go? It, which oh, <laughs> you, you got it. You knew exactly what song I was talking about. Like the a, end of the world. <laughs> 
Oh, well, yeah. It's the end of, of the, the world, world as, as we, we know it. And I, I feel, feel fine. fine. Because a, I have my AR. Johnny is a resident singer of the three, but my point being is, what is the end game? What, it, is, what is the end game of completely removing... A Frederick Douglass statue was just removed. Frederick Douglass, who outside of Patrick Henry, most American historians claimed was the most eloquent and profound orator through the entire annals of America history. Patrick Henry, one of our founding fathers, and Frederick Douglass are the two most well-renowned and respected orators. And if you don't know Frederick Douglass, he is black. And I'm not saying, listen, I'm just coming out, I'm not saying African-American anymore. And I'll tell you why. Because you're American. Mm -hmm. I'm not an Italian-German-American. Jason's not an Italian American. Johnny's not a. I'm not a high American. 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 <laughs> Johnny's American. American. He's, he's not even American. He's American. Yeah, we're deep we're all Americans in this country. We all, we're all. You're a citizen. You're a United States American citizen. Right. And we're all humans. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's if it. you're it. like five or six generations deep in this country. I'm pretty sure the uh, prefix can be dropped at this point in time. Right. You're just American. Frankly, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, it's what's this Jazz, again, I'm horrible with names. Uh, who's our buddy who um, he used to do the Old Spice commercials? Terry Crews. Terry, Terry Crews. Crews. All yeah, this oh stuff yeah. going on with Terry Crews oh, because, because basically oh. he said, Don good Lemon. people are good people. Yeah. Why do I care what color they are? He's yeah. an Uncle Tom because good people are good people. Um, there are people out there who are green, orange, yellow, blue, purple, black, turquoise, whatever. There are humans out there and who are good. And there are humans out there that aren't good. Until mm -hmm. that is the only thing we're looking at is good versus evil. Is all evil's trying to do is sort that up. You know, it's kind of like 52 pickup with cards. Take the cards, throw them all over the floor. That's what evil's trying to do right now. I joke around, and I say this sometimes. This is literally where we're at. You know, it's like we're literally trying to play pickup six with our butt cheeks. <laughs> Don't get that mental image in your head, but it's like an, impossi it's an impossibility. And that's, I'm just keep coming from what is the end game? What is the end game? What are you going to achieve? Total what? destruction and chaos. Okay, so if that's your end game. I mean, that is it. That's There's no other. Uh, you know what? It's not destruction and chaos in these certain folks' eyes. It is control. For us, everyday human beings, everyday Americans, it's destruction and chaos. For this few that are on top creating all this shit from the background, pulling the strings, don't mind the curtain, you know, right, don't, don't mind, mind the, the man behind the, the curtain. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Right. It's not destruction and chaos for them, it's total control. Again, let's look at what happened in Germany. Let's look what Hitler did. What was the end game? Destruction and chaos, which is what? Total control for a certain group of people and destruction and chaos for everybody else, and it's all happening again, and it's happening right under our noses, and everyone's buying into it, like, unbelievably. We, like, I cannot believe it. It's like they're giving away million-dollar lottery tickets that people are just signing up. I'm a moron. I'll sign up. I'm a sheep. I'll sign up. Whatever you tell me to do, I will do. Whatever you tell me is good must be good. I don't have to think for myself. I'm not going to, because that's what's happening. They are lying so much, and we're just looking right at the lies. I mean, give me a break, folks. Give me a break with what's going on right now. I mean, we've got to take Aunt Jemima off. we got to rename Aunt Jemima and take that picture off. Give me a break. If you feel that that's racist, then you are a freaking racist. You're the problem. If you look at that and see racism, that's the problem. I see. All right. Paul, I, see I Paul, look at a so. box of Cracker Jacks, and never in my life have I thought that was racist. Yeah. Ever. Period. Never. I don't understand. You know what? What's interesting is you know we're talking about 
Orwell, uh, for example, in 1984, you know, if you look at the dystopian future that he talks about, it is in great detail. If you haven't read that book before, if you can find a copy, do, because I, I know there's one of these books you always try to ban. But, um, you know, he talks in great detail about the absolute blandness of their reality, right? So Winston Smith, who's the protagonist of that book, you know, it's like, a, I remember when we were kids and, you know, mom and dad was trying to stretch the money, you'd go to that aisle where were just potato chips, you know, a white bag with black leather right. cookies. Cornflakes. Remember those? Right. Cornflakes. Cornflakes. No bear, no little, nothing. Yeah. White, white box. White black box. Words. Black, right, right. Yeah. No Se- pictures. Ebony and ivory. The whole thing is what they're trying to do is they're trying to dull things down. If you understand the story of Aunt Jemima, that's quite remarkable. But what is the end game? And for me to try to bring this back around to a spiritual point, the end game is this. And if you are a person of faith, this should be your end game. That if you believe and accept the sacrificial act of Christ dying on the cross in exchange for our sins, you get to be with him. Now, from point A to point B, I should say from point A to point Z, there's going to be a lot of pitfalls. There's going to be a lot of hardships. And, you know, as we're recording this, we're 116 days out from the election. Each day we get closer, there's going to be more and more, more riots, more health COVID nonsense, more escalation of defunding authority figures. Just more. wait to the damn killer horse. Hornets come back. Hmm. Right. Uh, well, hey, you know. They're you know right, they're, they're on their they're way riding back. right on the meteorite right, right I'm now. I'm pretty yeah. sure I spotted yeah. them on the radar. These things, not specifically, but generally have been foretold. Yeah. You know, the one verse to talk about in Matthew 24, where it says, in the last days, the love of many will grow cold. I'm really struggling with that. I genuinely am. And my instinct is to be like Roddy Piper and they live. Yeah. You know, I've come to chew bubblegum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubblegum. But what would that end game be? Yeah. Because the people, the sheeple, like you said, Jason, they don't know. You know, we Charlie Daniels just passed away and, you know, in his famous song that went down to Georgia, at least with Johnny in that song, he's like, "Hey, if you can beat me, I'll give you, you know, I'll give you a fiddle of, of gold." So at least there was a monetary value placed on that that person's soul in that song. But people don't—they right. don't care about the price of their soul. They don't care about the fact that we are intrinsically, uniquely made and wildly loved beings with souls with purposes that they're being besieged by what what it calls in Second Thessalonians a great deception. And where we're at right now, we can wake up and say, I am understanding the provisional sacrificial act of Christ on the cross for me as an individual, not to be some hokey fairy tale, not it is a religious precept or in regards of it's, you know, some dogmatic duty is that there is the man Jesus who is real. I can give you story after story encountered with that in the supernatural and the spiritual, but where we're at right now, if you want to get thrown in with Antifa, BLM, whatever, okay, but here's the thing, what's your end game? The best thing I can say right now is with your end game, if you understand and love Christ and receive his sacrificial act on the cross, your end game is forgiveness, remission of sins. Your end game is that you will literally spend eternity with him and that you won't be cast into a fiery pit, which is like a real thing. Yeah. It's a real thing. And can I drop an analogy on you real quick here? That I've never been in active military, but I've had enough conversations with people who were, who have been in active wartime situations. And when they're in wartime situations and they're bunkered down together, the color of somebody's skin, frankly, is the last thing on their mind. Why is that? Because they do have a common objective and they have a common enemy. 
and it's not the person they're standing next to exchanging things. They have each other's back because they have a very clear visual of what their common enemy is. Well, the analogy here is that whether you like it or not, I'm not, and I'm not pointing at Billy here. I'm, talk, I'm referring to the people who were we kind of are hurling all the the, the uh, they're spiraling up all the racial insensitivities and everything. We are in a real war, and it's the battle of all of our souls is on the line. And the enemy has got us so busy beating on each other that we're not paying attention to the real assassin that's coming in trying to snipe us off. Because whether you want to believe it or not, we're in the middle of end times. If you're familiar with the Bible. You know what I'm talking about. If you're not, get familiar, get some discernment yeah. real quick. Because when what we are looking at in the very real near future is what it's referred to in Revelation. It's, it is the end times prophecy coming to play. You don't have to be a rocket scientist. Just get familiar with the Bible. You understand what I'm talking about. We have a very clear enemy who is approaching us, and he's doing a perfect diversion attack and has us concentrating and pecking at each other so much that we're not paying attention that he is literally sniping people off from afar right now. So the color of our skin, frankly, shouldn't matter. The more we talk about it, and you've said this before, the more you keep bringing up color, we're the human race. It's not a white man. It's not a black man. It's not a red man. We all bleed the same blood. We all breathe the same air, mask or non-mask, I guess. But we are all the same children of a creator. And the people that drive me nuts and the people that I want to jump through my screen and punch... Frankly, I have to check myself because those are still my brothers and sisters. As demented as I think their thinking is, they are still my brothers and sisters. And what do we talk about all the time? What should be our creed? What should bind us? What should be our focus? Loving thy neighbor and paying attention to the real enemy. But we are so far off course because we keep buying into the non-endgame lie that is spewed over and over again. Sorry, I'll get off my box. No, that's Drop very the well. Mike and uh, that's, that's very well wrap. put. All right, well, thanks for listening. We're gonna <laughs> no. I Good luck with the apocalypse and uh... yeah. Good luck with that. It's well said. I feel like a broken record. I don't. I just. I don't get it. I don't understand. I try to put myself in the shoes and mindsets of other folks and think how they're thinking. Like think about their same stuff, and it just seems so. It, I mean, it's it's like a lot of the things that are being said are so hypocritical because they're doing exactly what it's just like chop. This is the freedom zone or whatever they called it originally, right? There is this like free autonomous zone, and then yeah. what do they do? They beat people who kill people, try to. Kill people who, disagree, who with disagree with anything. I mean, this is what everything's about right now. You say there are folks out there of all colors who are saying that about this, talking about this racism stuff, and all they're doing is being racist to other people. Yeah. It's just back and forth constantly. I don't like you because you're white. I don't like you because you're black. Give me a break. Who cares? We're human beings. You're either a good person or you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. That's all that's to it. Period. End of story. And I'm so sick of all this shit. It doesn't make any sense. Well, no. you, you know what it is, is is that when John's talking, as you're talking, what's coming to my mind is the movie 300. At first, the Spartans, there's that little, like, golem-like guy. Yeah, the hunchback. Right. And then what did he do? He sold them out, and Xerxes, he's like, hey, go ahead, and here's all these women, and here's all these riches, right? He sold out his right. countrymen. But what happened right after Xerxes was done with him? He threw him away. Yeah. He got his 30 pieces and he was done. Exactly. He mm-hmm. threw him away. And what these people that Jason just was talking about, you know, they're throwing shade here, they're doing this here, blah, blah, blah. What you don't realize is that you're serving wicked masters that have nothing of use for you except now. I recently watched a very racist and, from what I understand, historically accurate film called Zulu, which was Michael Kane, Sir Michael Kane, uh, 
<laughs> Sir Michael Caine. His first, he, was in, he was in Batman for all you modern people. Yeah. Yeah. His first major role, and, and basically 1879. It, uh, anyway, long story short, uh, the Zulu Warriors were... There was 4,000 Zulu warriors, and they were going against 150 British army men. They were guarding in basically an infirmary, a hospital. And they had an interesting way to detect the weakness of their enemy. And it was simply this. You know, the 150 British soldiers were bunkered in, and then the 4,000 Zulu warriors surrounded them like horns of a bull. So what the head Zulu chief, he gave the call, and what happened? A couple hundred people just ran right at the British soldiers. And what happened? They mowed them all down. Mowed them all down. Then the next wave came, one side, what happened? They mowed them all down. By the way, spoiler alert, the movie's 60 years old. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what happened? So they came to the left side. Same thing. There was a gentleman who was there who was a native African. He was white, by the way. So if he came to America, he could be an African-American. That's, that's why I call people black. He said to Michael Caine, who was a lieutenant, he's like, you know what they're doing? Michael Caine's like, what are they doing? He goes, well, they're finding where your weaknesses are. So what the chief did, he put effectively the, the most expendable, the most useless people up front to see where their weaknesses were, to see where they could exploit and get in. This is what's happening. I just watched Gone with the Wind, another really uh, historical and racist film. And there was a scene where there were a couple slaves right before the siege of Atlanta. And they're hightailing out of Atlanta. And Scarlett, who is a horrible person, by the way. I have no idea why people like her. Rhett Butler was a Sean Connery of his day. Anyway, you know, there were some slaves. And they came up to her. And they're like, don't you worry, Scarlett. We're going to fight the Union. And we're going to keep the South free. And it, like, hit me like a lightning bolt. These people are fighting the ones that are trying to upset them free. So I say those two long-winded stories about movies I've recently watched. There's only one was long-winded. Sorry. <laughs> um, you know, I just basically tell these stories because what I see here is like these being used. If we really understood real freedom is only found in Christ, it is for freedom Christ set us free. Right. You know, John 3, 16, which is a probably most famous Bible verse, for God so loved the world he gave his only begotten son that who shall ever believe in him will not die but we'll have eternal life. But verse 17, which I actually have tattooed on my arm, is one of my most favorite verses in the Bible. It says, For God did not send his Son in the world to condemn the world, but that through his Son the world might be saved. Mm -hmm. So God didn't send Jesus to come here to, to throw shade on you and to point out, well, you suck or you're flawed and you're this and that. He's like, no, I love you. I love you like you are. I take you as you are. If you are genuinely racist, if you are genuinely ignorant, if you are this, if you are that, he still loves you. And that has to be the end game for us right now. And if you're listening to this still, I'm hoping that there's something that you can hear and what we're saying that will pierce your heart and maybe put some of the fighting aside. Maybe just stand up and say, no, these people around me can do this or can do that, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. The only true end game result we have right now is understanding, accepting, embracing, and trying to live out the supremacy of Christ as Lord in our heart and in our lives. The more and more I, I'll watch videos on YouTube and I'll hear people from both sides talking and think, if we all could just put down our angst and ration it out that way, and very practical, you could look at the facts. What did Lauren Hill say? What's your, the famous quote from Lauren Hill? Truth comes, but you can't hear, you can't it, hear it because it. you've been programmed to fear, to fear it. it. If your end game is not to know the facts and you don't want to know the truth, then frankly, quit wasting my breath. And I hate to sound that way. Well, you see, that's the hard thing because, and this is a, to me, this is a spiritual issue. People prefer deception, right? Once one of the famous things I always say to you guys, the truth is never sexy, right? 
And and people, it, it'll keep you warm on a Saturday night. Deception will, and that's the thing. Deception is so preferable right now because it, when you deal with truth, it's when an you easier deal, path, right? No, it's, it's like say, water and electricity. They take the easiest path, the path of least resistance. It's much easier to destroy something. It's much easier to not do the right thing. It's always going to be harder to do the right thing. It's always going to be harder to be righteous. It's always going to be. Always. 150% of the time, it's always going to be harder. And we have become a society that takes the easiest possible path. Spoon feed me every time. The hard thing is, is, you know, I'm listening to us. I understand what we're saying. This is the reality. And a lot of this is stuff we've repeated. And I'm like, at what point? I guess we can move on and just talk about whatever we want. But I don't think that's our heart. I think we would be doing a society and our listeners a disservice. But more succinctly, I just keep thinking, what is the end game? What? How is this going to end? I just, I, I'm, I don't know. I, and I, I used to think. Listen, it's getting to the point where we sit down and we start talking and I almost get depressed. I don't get depressed. I'm just getting like. I listen to you and I get depressed. Sorry. sorry. No, you're telling because the truth isn't pretty. It's not sexy. And it's the truth. And I sit here and hear it. And I know that. I know what shit is coming, man. And you got to give me this damn wake up call every freaking week when we do this, Bill. I'm just not coming anymore. It's not me. It's you. <laughs> Can I just go be a sheeple like everyone else? I love you too much to do that, brother. I just think at some point, if you're listening to this, start thinking, what is the end game? So uh, I, I guess maybe to, to wrap this up, let's just please get right with God. There is hope. I, I, I know it sounds like we've been talking about a lot of hopeless situation, but there there is truth. There is hope. Even though things are bleak. You know, it's always darkest before the dawn. Mm -hmm. Like, our dawn right now is the fact that Christ died, was murdered, and rose again. I almost feel like I should probably say some kind of a prayer in this episode that if you're listening to a voice, info at flawedinc.com, flawedinccle at gmail.com. You can send a message on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, Gab, and we'll get back with you. One of us will get back to you. And that's not true. Bill will get back to you. I will get back to you and talk about becoming a, a person who is a disciple of Christ, who loves Jesus and who is trying to walk according to his precepts, because that's that's the only hope. You know, the gun joke aside, the, the preppers jokes, all that aside, the only hope that we have really is Christ. So if you're hearing this and God's touching your heart, and if he's done, if your God's touching your heart, it isn't because of us, because we're... Yeah. We're flawed ups, but just repeat this. It's super simple, and it's not a dogmatic thing. It's not a church thing. It's not a religious thing. It's just really, it's about an introduction. And you can repeat this to say, Jesus, I'm sorry. Please forgive me of my sins, and I want you to come into my heart, and I want you to live with me in my heart, and I want you to, to be my God. I want to serve you. I want to love you. I want to know you the best that I can. Please lead me down that path of righteousness and, and, and help me to, to do the right thing. Get a Bible. Read the Bible. And you say that prayer, get a Bible, read the Bible. Read your Constitution on a side note, because I've been saying that too. Well, you got I just, to pray just to make it today. That's why you pray. You know, and if you're having a trouble finding a church, which it's hard <laughs> to find a good church. You've been around. You've seen a few. Some daisy if you do. But we'll do the best we can to help. And... I don't know. I do, I what just think outside of Christ, what is your end game? That's that's all I got. Fellas. Jay, any any, any closing thoughts, Jay? That's my closing thought. 
There's more out there, folks. I know we've done a lot of doom and gloom, but trust me, if it wasn't for my salvation, if it wasn't for my certainty in the creator who created me, I would probably be miserable. I would probably be depressed, and I don't know, frankly, how I would be able to go on at this point in time because I'm very aware of what's going on, and I only have a comfort and peace because I know that at some point in time, this crap storm that we're currently dealing with is going to end, and I will be in a better place, and it's not a hall pass. Like, you know, there's more to Christianity than just a destination. You know, God created us to enjoy his creation as well, and there are some awesome things in this creation that I can still enjoy, and I can focus on those, and probably easy for me because I am glass half full guy that drives a lot of you other folks crazy. Johnny is the yin to my yang. Yes, but honestly, being aware of what I'm aware of, I don't know how I could function if I didn't have the relationship with the Creator. So if you don't have it, I highly recommend Salvation. It's more than a song by uh, the Cranberries. You have to let it linger. Uh, Y'all, listen, um, stay safe. Just stay safe, stay armed, stay aware. Thank you guys for tuning in week after week. We thank you for the numbers that have been increasing, and thank you for listening. Subscribe for Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube. Make sure you hit the bell. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Parlor, Gab, Flawed Inc., Flawedcast, CLE, Flawedcast, Flawedinc.com, info at Flawed Inc. Follow us or you're racist. Yes, there hey, you go. That worked. What's good for the goose has got to be good for the gander. I'm out. Don't be racist. God's gonna cut you down. Tell him that God's gonna cut you down. Tell him that God's gonna cut you down.